Hi, I'm Erin Hartz. Welcome to Grace Plus Boundaries, a weekly memoir in a podcast. I've realized through the past decade of my recovery that I learn the most about emotional maturity through listening to the triumphant stories of others. Are you yearning to unpack the effects of intergenerational trauma in your life? Do you want to stay true to your feelings, yet also learn how to accommodate the sensibilities of your loved ones? I'm dedicated to cracking the code of combining boundary setting with grace towards one another. Educate, evaluate, and evolve. Let's do this together. Welcome to another episode of Self-Care for Survivors of Trauma. This is Erin Hartz, and I'm so glad you're here with me today. I'm excited because I'm working on this new project right now, rebranding the podcast, probably going to come up with a new name for the podcast. And you'll find us right here, same link and everything. I'm just going to change the cover art and change the name and kind of go in a new direction. This happens with podcasters. I'm sure you've seen your other favorite podcasts do that from time to time. Um, So we're going to talk about this idea of starting before you're ready, because I have learned in this experience of of trying to become creative and putting my creativity out in the world that we never really feel ready to make a big leap like that. The only way that I've learned how to do things and a lot of experts that I've learned from have learned how to do things is that we have to start before we're ready. If we really want that dream job or the dream career, or maybe we want a relationship, or maybe we want our relationship to be different than it is, or maybe we want to start on a creative project or monetize our business in some way. The way we do it is we have to start and jump in. We can't be waiting until we lose 20 pounds or until we have the exact, correct, perfect artwork or name or all those kind of things. I was thinking about that to myself today. Like I've been kind of dragging my heels on doing this rebranding of the podcast. And the biggest reason why is because I haven't felt like I found the exact correct right pathway to take yet. And I've been really hemming and hawing over it for months. And I have a coach that I work with, Gloria Zhang, and she's going to be on the podcast in a couple weeks. I'm so excited. She's really awesome. She has the Inner Child podcast, that which I totally recommend. And she has been helping me kind of decide what to do next because I want to reach people with my message and kind of defining what that is. And I'm going to start some other parts, maybe a a membership group with a book club and some other meeting times per month. That's where I'm headed with this podcast. So if you want to be part of that, you can join my Facebook group, Survivors of Trauma Unite. And I'm going to be putting some artwork up there and some stuff. So if you want to help me choose what the new brand might look like, then uh, stay tuned in the next week or so. I'm planning to do it. If you're in June 2023 listening to this podcast, then I'm hoping to have it all ready by July, definitely, maybe even before. So some exciting things coming up. So what goals do you have for your life and how can you jump in? So if you want to try to unpack that a little bit, 
this is maybe what I would do or actually what I'm going to do today because I have all these ideas swimming through my head, right? And all these things that I want to do. One of the things besides getting into a healthy relationship, which is one of my main goals of life that I've been working on for years and years, um, that one's still going. But my other one is to monetize this podcast and make it into something that has a membership and that I really truly feel like I am connecting with my listeners in a way that's helping them in their life. So I want to do more so that I can feel that connection and be there for people to help them where I needed help in the life last many years. Um, So what I'm going to do is I'm going to write down five to 10 things that I want to do. So in terms of this podcast, you know, what are 10, five to 10 ideas that I have? And then um, I'm going to circle the easiest one. This is one way we could do it. And then as I get that easiest one, okay, let's unpack that. If I unpack it, What's what are the steps that it would take to get me to do that one thing? Earlier this year, I really wanted to start interviewing people on this podcast. So I had been monologuing it for a year and a half or a year and a few months, and I really wanted to start having people on the podcast, and I didn't have the technology necessarily to do that yet. So I had to start at somewhere, right? So there was my goal to have someone in the on the podcast with me. So then I had to break that goal up. Okay, where do I start with that? One thing I had to do was decide who am I going to have on my podcast. And luckily, I have a lot of friends and people that I know that were willing to be on the podcast. And that wasn't a problem. So I reached out to one person at at the start and said, Hey, do you want to do this? And um, that ended up being a pretty easy piece. Then I had, how am I going to record the podcast? So I had to have some type of technology, be it Zoom where you can record, or there's a lot of other platforms where you can record podcasts with video and audio. So I had to decide which one I wanted. And that took me kind of a while because I tried a few of them. And then it turned out my computer really couldn't handle one of the larger ones that has a very sharp video. So I went back to using Zoom and it works for me, you know, and so I kind of went smaller on that than some people recommend, but it worked for me. So I had to really troubleshoot. I broke that down into steps though. So like, what would be the steps to use uh, Riverside, you know, and then I tried that out. I had to go to the website and I had to make myself an account and I had to practice it. So I had a friend that she would meet me and I would try to practice, make sure my computer was working, the audio was working. So all those little steps that I had to do, I ended up breaking up the steps, writing them down, and then placing them into my calendar for the week. So that actually did work for me because I didn't have a lot of time to work on my podcast since I teach full time and I'm a single mom. But I was able to find a chunk of time a few hours a week to work on that and get myself ready. So what's kind of stopped me from moving ahead is I felt like I didn't have enough time to really feel into it. Like, is this the right pathway for me? I needed kind of a clear head for me to connect with my higher power and the universe and figure out what is the right pathway for me to take to move forward. So 
right now I'm kind of in limbo seeing if was that just an excuse these last few months that I wasn't moving forward or did I truly just need kind of a clear head to be able to do this work because to start something takes a lot of energy. But that's what I'm going to be doing today is I'm going to start before I'm ready because I'm finally here with some time. My teaching ended for the year. I have some free time right now. And so I've got to do this. What I'm telling you guys to do is start before you're ready. I had another example of this starting before you're ready too, which I, it's it's not a perfect example, but it's kind of funny, and I think it you'll like some you'll you'll enjoy the story a little bit, even though there's a bad part. It's still kind of funny. So a few years ago, I had a really bad therapist. This was probably about five years ago. I was a couple years divorced and was still pretty vulnerable. I hadn't dated at all in those two years. And I wanted to find a new therapist. And I went to the place where I have healthcare, and I don't like their therapy there. And this is one of the reasons I've talked about that on a lot of episodes. But anyway, I go and the lady, I think she's the intake person. She asks me some questions, you know, what's going on and blah, blah, blah. And she basically tells me that well, we can't really work on your trauma unless we figure out what's going on with you. So there's no way for us to even work on any of these issues from your past. What we really need to do is have you date and then see what happens. That was her advice to me is to basically jump in before I was ready dating. Now, I don't think this is good advice because this lady this therapist who I guess I put on a pedestal, I'm thinking this is really a harmful, possibly harmful situation that she was telling me to do. And I don't know if that's just normal advice she gives to patients or if she thought I seemed like I had my poop in a group or something. I don't know. But she seemed really bored with the fact that I wanted to work on trauma. She was definitely not trauma informed, told me to go out dating. And this could have been really almost fatal for me. She had no idea how codependent I was. She had no idea the low self-esteem I had that I was attracting really negative people into my life. Like this could have been a really bad situation. And it turned out to be kind of a bad situation. Um, So I don't know if it's me taking her advice. I think it's more like I really didn't know what to do after her comments were so thoughtless. I didn't know where to go to find a good therapist because I had left my other therapist who started seeming to be kind of rude to me. Then I you know, went to my health provider because I was paying for that other therapist out of pocket. Then I went to the health provider again. And even though I didn't like them, I was like, let me try it one more time with different people. And then she gives me this advice. So it's kind of like, I don't know what to do. And then things happened and I met somebody And he was this man that was 15 years older than me, and he turned out to be a real asshole. And I didn't really know then. I was just kind of high on getting compliments and feeling like I was pretty to someone. And I got sucked into this very short relationship very fast because he and I both were not working at the time. I was in my summer break, and he was kind of in between jobs. Um, and you know, that's a bad sign right there. Right. Um, but he, he was an educated person and really smart and stuff like that. But you know, that's, there were so many red flags, you know, like looking back, like I just didn't see 
CM. I was in such a different place in my life that I just didn't see him. And I think I talk about this probably on my first dating death trap episode. If you want to go back, I think I tell more of the story there. But the point is, is that I went out with this guy a few times and I basically almost got date raped by him. And luckily it didn't didn't happen, but it was very close and it turned out to be a really scary situation for me. And what the lady said, the therapist said, kind of ended up being true is like, I started dating before I was ready. And then look what happened. Look who I attracted. I attracted this guy who turned out to be a total jerk. And after it happened, I talked to him and he was like, oh, you know, and he pretended like he had no idea that I didn't want to have sex and, you know, acted like he had zero concept of consent. And it was just totally stupid. And, uh, you know, maybe he didn't. Maybe he's an old old fart and he like had no idea. I I think it was a total lie though. He was just playing a game and you know, he'd have seen how far it could get. Luckily, I wasn't, I didn't go through with it exactly the way he wanted me to. From that experience, you know, she, in a way she was kind of right. Like then I realized from that, that like, oh shoot, I really have a major issue here like, what the hell, right? Like, how did I date this guy? And like now, once in a while, I've seen him in the last five years, a couple times I've ran into him because he lives pretty close to me. And, you know, he skeeves me out. He's just a despicable person. And uh, he's actually a teacher, too, which is like he went back and got his teaching degree. And I think he works I think I might know where he works. And I've even like thought of like, should I go to that principal and be like, this guy's skeevy. He has no boundaries physically. Like what, you know, watch out for him. But I really don't have any way to like, then then I just look like the crazy person, you know? So if he ended up working with someone I knew, I probably would say something like, just keep your eye out for him because he really didn't have very good physical boundaries about things. But I think that does illustrate the point a little bit in a weird way that like we do kind of have to jump in before we're ready. And what I want to tack on to the end of that is that if we jump in before we're ready, we have to trust that we are in a place where we're going to catch ourselves if we get too far in. So maybe that therapist knew that I was going to try this out and it might go wrong and then I'd get out of it really quick. I mean, I doubt she knew me that well from talking to me for 10 minutes, but maybe that's what she thought. I don't know. Um, So like if we do jump into something before we're ready, if you're listening to this podcast, I think you probably have a really good chance of catching yourself and being aware of what you've gotten yourself into. And then if you jump into something before you're ready, and it doesn't really turn out the way you want it to, then you can pull yourself out of that, right? So like, that's actually what happened. You know, I got into that relationship with him, it really went bad. It was like embarrassingly bad. It still makes me ashamed kind of, well, no, it definitely does. 100% definitely makes me ashamed when I think about my behavior in that relationship. But I did get out of it. I didn't stay in it. It didn't ruin my life. It was just one thing that showed me how much I still needed a lot of healing for me to date again. 
And so maybe if you're jumping in before you're ready to a job, you know, you try it out, it's probably going to be fine. You know, you're going to probably find what you're looking for. Or if not, you'll stop that job and then you'll move to another one and you'll start like trying it out like a little problem solution sort of thing. If you're listening to this podcast, then you have some self-awareness, you know, so I, I think that you probably since you're already identifying that you're a survivor of trauma, you're ahead of a lot of people in our world that are in denial about the fact that they've had trauma or that they're in relationships that don't work. You know, if you're listening to this podcast, you know that you probably have stuff like that and you're working on it and you're learning how to make yourself healthier by taking care of yourself. And And when you put yourself in new situations, you're listening to your feelings and you're seeing, oh, wait, that didn't work right there. Recently, like I've tried some new friendships and there's sometimes when I come home and I just feel like, wow, that didn't feel good. I don't feel good after hanging out with that person. Or there's people I've hung out with where I'm like, wow, I feel great after hanging out with them. You know, and so we have to be willing to look at how things are going and be willing to change and make shifts in our life when they're not going the way we want them to. We have to listen to our intuition. And that is how we're able to start before we're ready. Because we're going to start something, we're going to try it out, and then we're going to trust that we are going to make the best decision from that place so that we can move forward and meet that goal that we're looking for. Well, survivors, I hope you have a wonderful week as we come into summer here, and I will see you soon. Bye-bye. You deserve a big high five and a smile in the mirror for showing up for yourself today. Thank you for your dedication to introspection and self-awareness, because our personal evolution is what will make this world a better place. If you enjoyed the episode, please give me a five-star review and share it with a friend. And let me know if you want to be a guest to share how you are navigating intergenerational trauma in your life. You're welcome to join my free monthly goal-setting workshop on the first Wednesday of every month. Just DM me at iHeartsAaron.